Our reading is from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 27, starting at verse 11, which you can find in your Bibles or on your service sheets. That's page 998. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge to the great amazement of the governor. Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Jesus Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, which one do you want me to release to you? Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called the Messiah? For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. On the 18th of March, the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for Russian President Vladimir Putin. The court alleges that he is responsible for war crimes. Moscow denied the allegations and labelled the warrant as outrageous. Soon after, the BBC reported that it is highly unlikely that much will come of the move, as the ICC has no power to arrest suspects and can only exercise jurisdiction within its members' countries. Now, to the millions around the world watching on, it is clear that Putin is guilty of the crimes he is accused of. But as it stands, he is walking free to continue his tirade against the innocent. And we are left with a feeling that justice is yet to be done. How are we to respond? Well, as we meet together today and reflect on the events of the greatest injustice in human history, the trial and execution of Jesus Christ, we will ask ourselves the same question as we consider the other responses of those who were there and played a part in killing an innocent man. But we will marvel afresh at our king and what his death means for us. Now, as we read the Gospels and the retelling of Jesus' ministry throughout Israel, we are amazed at his teaching and his miracles. But throughout the pages, there is an undercurrent of conflict from the religious leaders of the day, the chief priests, the elders, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law. They are fearful of Jesus. And we read several times in the gospel accounts that they plan to kill him. Now, the scene that our passage describes comes directly after what we've witnessed on the video clip. 
Jesus has been betrayed by Judas, one of his own disciples. He's been arrested. He's been deserted by his friends. And he's been led off to face the Jewish authorities in a secret, illegal trial. As it was against Jewish law to do this after nightfall. But the religious leaders are after a quick verdict. Did you notice the anger in the leaders on that clip? They claim that Jesus is blaspheming and worthy of death. They bring in false witnesses to bring false testimony to get the result that they want. They are literally snarling and foaming at the mouth as they proclaim Jesus is guilty. But like the ICC with Putin, the Jewish leaders know they don't have the authority to follow through with their plan, as the right of execution had been removed from the Jews since the Roman occupation. Enter Pilate, the Roman prefect, presented with Jesus by the leaders to ratify the guilty verdict. Now, Pilate, he gets straight to the point, and he asks Jesus in verse 11 of our reading, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so. Now, Jesus' reply doesn't help Pilate, as that puts the ball back in his court. And as we read on, we sense Pilate is starting to feel the pressure. Verse 12, Jesus continues to be accused by the chief priest and the elders, but he remains silent, which is unsettling for Pilate. He is used to prisoners fighting back when accused in front of him as they try to avoid the most horrendous suffering if they're found guilty. So Pilate knows that he's in trouble. So he asks Jesus again. He literally begs, don't you hear their testimony against you? But still no reply. From Jesus. And Pilate is amazed. He doesn't want this problem because he knows whatever decision he makes from this point could cause civil unrest and trouble with the people in the region will not go down well back in Rome. So he defers and he offers a choice, as was his custom. He will let one prisoner free, a well known, notorious criminal, Barabbas or Jesus, who Pilate knows is innocent. Even though, verse 18, he knew it was out of self-interest that the religious leaders had handed Jesus over to him. And this is where we need to ask the question, who is guilty? Is it Pilate or the Jewish leaders? Well, Matthew is showing us quite clearly that both are guilty. But he's also showing us that we are all guilty of killing God's son. Yes, Pilate is weak. He can see the motives of the Jewish leaders are wrong and that Jesus is innocent. But he wants to stay on side with them. He wants the easy way out. He wants to keep his seat of power. But we see this at a much deeper level as we witness the continued response of envy and jealousy of Jesus from the Jewish leaders themselves, which leads them to kill the king.
Because throughout his engagement with them during his ministry, Jesus continually shone a light on their pride and their hypocrisy. They claim, they claim to love God. They claim to love his people. But once Jesus has entered the pages of human history and exposed their sin and lust for control of the people, well, it's also clear they didn't want God as their king. Which is why, even when the truth is staring them in the face that the Messiah was finally here, they want him dead. And Matthew is showing us that the trials that Jesus endured, well, they also point to us. We too are all guilty. Because this is the universal response of humanity to God. We would rather he was dead. Notice the theme through the verses. Jesus is referred to as king in verse 11 and Messiah in verse 17, which means Christ or chosen one. This is what the chief priests and all humanity envy. They, we, we resent the monarchy of God. Jesus is the heir, the son sent to call the whole world to repentance for rebellion against God. From Adam to the end of the Bible, this is what lies at the heart of every sin. We all want to be king. We all want to wear the crown. We all want to rule. And let's not kid ourselves. We all would like to assume we would have acted differently had we been there that day. Brave enough not to deny Jesus. Loyal enough not to betray. Moral enough not to lie. Strong enough to resist persuasion. Powerful enough to act justly. When the truth is our moral choices day by day exhibit denial, betrayal, lies and weakness. It is the envy of the king that is essential to fallen humanity. Adam wanted to be like God. He wanted to take, to take possession of his own life and take it away from the creator and the ruler. Theft and murder. God, I wish you were dead so I can do what I want to do. That is what we see at the trial and eventual crucifixion of our king. How does that leave us feeling? Remorse? Guilt? Perhaps fear? When we have that realisation that it's true. We are guilty. But today, those feelings can be turned to praise, joy and hope when we focus on the response of the innocent one who endured the trial Isaiah prophesied that God would send his servant to suffer in our place. Chapter 53, verse 7, he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Jesus is the innocent, suffering servant king who stayed silent so he could complete the mission his father sent him to do.
the king gave up his majesty, he took off his crown, and he suffered and died in the place of those who rejected him and wanted him dead. So that we, the guilty, can be free. Because his kingship is one of divine mercy. His kingship is one of divine sacrifice for his enemies. I'd like to close with this quote. To those silent sufferings, believers owe all their peace and hope. Through them, they will have the boldness in the day of judgment, who in themselves would have nothing to say. Thank you, Lord Jesus.